In today's program, I'm going to share three listener responses to recent episodes. I'm doing so because your words matter to me and to our other listeners as well. Keep listening and you'll pick up an idea or two to try with your relationships. And be sure to stick around to the end to hear a story of how a listener applied what she heard in one of our recent shows that really made a difference in her life. But before we get into all this, here's a word from Carol. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Thank you, Carol. As with every episode, our purpose today is to help you find more joy in the relationships God designed for you. If you're new to the podcast, you can access all past and future shows by simply going to johnsertalic.com. Add your name and email, then click on the follow or subscribe button near the top of the page. The first listener response I'm sharing is in reference to episode 193, the Underachievers Bible Reading Plan for 2023. It comes from Randy a listener from Pittsburgh. You may recall Randy, he comments every now and then, and I always love to hear what he's thinking. He writes this time, Good morning, John. I listened this morning to this week's You Were Made for This. I appreciated how you described an approach to engaging with Scripture. It reminded me of what I'm doing for the last year since bringing Tiana into our family. Now, you need to know that Tiana is their new family dog. Randy goes on to say, As I'm reading passages, I place a mark when I've completed a section. I also have my sack of prayer cards. I use them as a bookmark, too. Thanks for your feedback, Randy. I should add that in the show notes for that particular episode, I included a photo of me reading the Bible with our new cat, Father Patrick O'Malley, sitting on my lap. So I think that may have reminded Randy of doing the same thing with their dog. Good luck with your new pal, Randy. Another listener, Darlene, also offered her take on the same episode about Bible reading. She offered a different approach that I will have to try. Here's what Darlene has to say. This is the second year I've been doing the Daily Audio Bible with Brian, Jill, and their daughter, China Harden. Last year, I decided to listen to the chronological reading with Jill and China. That was my first chronological experience. Very interesting. We didn't get to the New Testament until October. Hmm. This year, I'm doing the read-through with Brian Harden, who reads portions of the Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs each day. He is excellent with his brief overviews with each daily reading. What I also like is that every week he reads from a different translation. I've read through the Bible once. It's a challenge not to get behind. The audio is great as I can play it each morning while getting ready. 
Thank you, Darlene, for your comments about reading the 66 books of the Bible in chronological order, and also for the idea of listening to an audio version of the Bible. I'll have a link to the Daily Audio Bible near the end of the show notes. It includes a free app for your mobile device and also a web player for your computer. The last listener feedback I'm sharing with you today comes from Rosie Scott in response to episode 192, Word of the Year for 2023, Read. As I read her comments, you'll see how words matter a great deal to her. Listen to the impact they had on her recently. Rosie writes the following. John, I really like the simplicity of your word of the year. In past years, I've chosen a motivating word, but within months couldn't even remember what I had picked. I listened to this most recent episode twice in the past two days and have landed on my own impact word for 2023. This year, I'm choosing words for my word of the year. Words are a renewable resource that costs me so little to share. When I am generous with them, they often brighten my own soul as much as the recipient. It is surprising how taking a chance and offering the gift of words brings a positive result far greater than the painless effort. Words have the power to give life and cause pain. I have experienced both this year and can testify that when I share words of kindness, there is no better medicine for my own wounds or loneliness. Just this morning, as I began a morning jog down a familiar street, an unexpected stranger waved. Then she called out to me with a smile. Enjoy your run, she said. Those simple but generous words fueled me to stop two blocks later to talk for just a minute with another person I have occasionally seen walking her three-legged dog for the last many months. Thanks to words, both of us parted with smiles in our hearts as those easy 60 seconds combined with some previously shared words, pointed us toward potential friendship. Thanks to your words, John, I am going to be more intentional about using words to connect with both strangers and friends. And thanks to lessons I learned the hard way in 2022, treat words with the healthy fear and respect they deserve. Perhaps 2023 will become my year to use words for healing and repair instead of destruction, which comes so much easier than I am often willing to admit until the damage has already been done. Thank you for your generosity with words via your podcast and weekly email. Blessings to you in the coming year. And thank you, Rosie, for your beautifully written words. I love the examples you give of their power to bless people. 
May you and the rest of us hear kind, empowering, and compassionate words spoken to us this year. And may we speak these same kind of words ourselves to others who need to hear them. So, what, what does all of this mean for you? I'd, I'd like you to think about how words matter to you. To what extent have you been blessed by the words you've heard, read, or spoken lately? For example, are there any words you're reading from the Bible, as Randy and Darlene are doing, that have encouraged you? And like Rosie, what words have you heard spoken to you that have lifted your spirits? I think we could all be a little bit more like her in being generous with our words that matter to people. Words that bless and encourage others. Words that show people they are not alone. Well, here's the main takeaway that I hope you remember from today's episode. Words matter. Our words to others and their words to us. They have the power to bless or destroy. Be careful what we speak, hear, and read. Use words wisely and with care to bless others and ourselves. Treasure the truth we find in them. Before we wrap up today's show, if you'd like some input regarding a relationship question or issue you're dealing with, I'd love to hear from you. Just go to the contact page on our website, johnsertalic.com, to let me know what's on your mind. I'll do my best to answer your question in a future episode. In closing, I'd also love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. Just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and enter them in the leave a comment box. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show. To treasure the truth we find in the words we speak and those we hear. Because words matter. When you do this, it will help you experience the joy of relationships that God has designed for you. You were made for this, as I'm sure you know by now. Well, that, that's it for today. If there's someone in your life you think might like to hear what you've just heard, please forward this episode on to them. Scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on one of the options in the yellow Share This bar. And don't, don't forget to spread a little relational sunshine around the people you meet this week. Spark some joy for them, which is exactly what Rosie did in her morning jog just recently. Anyway, I'll see you again next time. Goodbye for now. <laughs>